Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio. It's Thursday. We are a few short days away from the trade deadline. We got, what, four days left, five-ish? Until the early part of next week, yes. You think the Cardinals are going to make a move? I would have thought they would by now. That's what I would have thought, too. But no dice. Uh, interestingly enough, the Cardinals made a trip to Arizona, take two out of three. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But they took along representatives from the front office, the president and general manager, and representatives for Jordan Hicks, their top reliever. It was assumed then that the Cardinals were either number one, working on a contract extension for Hicks, who is a free agent at the end of the year, or getting ready to trade him, one or the other. Nothing happened. So we'll see. There are rumors that the Cardinals would entertain thoughts of, of uh, unloading Hicks, who's a very, he's, he's, he's really developed now. He's 27 years old, throws a ball consistently over 100 miles an hour. Did at first have problems with his control. He's gotten that under control, so uh, we'll see. But anyway, the Cardinals are back home. Not So far, nothing yet. There has been one major deal, and that is the Los Angeles Angels, and no, Shohei Otani is not involved. They traded a couple of their top, very prized minor leaguers in AAA to the Chicago White Sox for Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez. Those guys are both pitchers. And what that tells me is that the Angels are not going to trade Otani. Let him become a free agent at the end of the season and see what happens. Make a bid for them himself. And they want to get into the playoffs. They haven't been in the playoffs in over a decade. They are four games out of a wild card spot right now. But Lucas Giolito is an outstanding pitcher. The Cardinals were after him. So, indeed, will that be enough to boost them into playoff contention? That we're about to find out. But that's what the Angels did. That, that's the biggest deal. So far, no no big blockbuster. Yeah, I such. haven't heard anything. It's been real quiet, but uh, that's probably because we're all trying to save money right now, Ned. <laughs> all right. Are you surprised that the commissioner got a contract extension? No, not at all. Rob Manfred initially was hired by the owners. He is the boss of baseball, but he's hired by the owners, and he's backed by the owners. So to give him a four-year extension until 2029, no, that was not a surprise. I think the owners overall are pleased with what Manfred has done with some of the radical moves he's made in baseball. There are some that are turning out to be pretty good. The pitch clock, I think, is is a very good deal. It's hastened the games. The throwing to first base of two, and you can throw over a third time, but if you don't get your man, it's a balk. So uh, that, I think, has... Speeded up the game a little bit, and that's really what the owners and all of Major League Baseball wanted because they were seeing a decline in attendance. That, who knows whether or not that continues, that decline. We'll learn more about that this year. But in regards to speeding up the games, that it has done, and the faction figures are there. And Mr. Manfred has made other moves as well and governed the game fairly well. So, no, it does not come as a surprise at all. the owners are very reluctant to make changes at the hierarchy, and after all, they're the ones who hired him, so Mr. Manfred stays through the 2028 season. We'll see what happens. I guarantee you it's this, all the owners sitting in a room together thinking to themselves, you know what it took for us just to find this one guy, and we're going to have to do it again. He's <laughs> going to stay on as long as he wants to. All right, so um, we've got college football coming up. Uh, there are some moves on the uh, – conference and divisional level as far as guys going to different divisions, conferences, and it's happening. Colorado 
They're going to a new conference. They look like they're going to move again. Now, it certainly won't be this year and probably not next. But there is no time set for a vote that's going to take place today. The vote is set. The Colorado border regions will vote on a measure for Colorado's athletic programs to move again, this time from the Pac-12 back to the Big 12. Colorado was, gosh, a 62-year member of the Big 8 and the Big 12 before they moved in 2010 to the Pacific 12. Well, the Pac-12 folks may be a thing of the past. Their TV money is way down. I think each of the teams gets $30 million in TV money, whereas the Big 12 gets about 60 or $65 million for TV money. Colorado needs this. They have Coach Prime in football now, and getting a big-ticket response for that, whether or not they'll be any good remains to be seen. But nonetheless, Colorado is making a bid now to move back to the Big 12 conference. When that would happen depends on the vote today by the Board of Regents in Boulder, Colorado. I suspect that it will be in favor of a move back. It's after all, that's where they were for 62 years and reestablished some kind of an allegiance there. But we'll find out a little bit later on today and when that might happen. So the Cardinals had one more dance in the desert yesterday. How'd they do? Won the game with three runs in the seventh inning and five more in the eighth. Beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 11-7. Who would have thought with Zach Gallen on the hill for Arizona, he's our player, all-star game starter for the National League. Who would have thought that 11 runs would win it? Of course, he wasn't around to see all of that. They took him out. But the relief corps got blasted by the Cardinals. Nolan Gorman, three hits, three RBIs, two home runs. Andrew Kisner had a big day. Cardinals were hitting the ball. I said to a friend of mine watching the game, I said, 11 runs for the Cardinals. How many of those runs would they like to have back tomorrow night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon when they play the Cubs in St. Louis? <laughs> he says they'd like to have a lot of them back. We'll see what happens. Anyway, that's be that as it may. Cardinals do get the win. They are 11 games under 500 with 59 to go. And they, of course, host the Cubs coming up in four games. The Cardinals are still 11 games out of first place in the National League Central Division and about eight games out of the wild card berth. Are they ready to quit? I don't think so. I think they're going to keep playing. They haven't made any deals yet, so we'll see what happens. They're still, of course, until 3 o'clock on Tuesday afternoon to make those deals. But are they going to Are they going to make any? They said they would. Mo Zalak, in a, in a press conference last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, said, uh, yeah, we're going to be making some deals. Okay. Let's see if that proves to be a sufficient statement on his part. Wouldn't hold your breath. What about the Royals? Royals got beaten yesterday by a score of 8-3 by the Cleveland Guardians. And what else is new? Kansas City's still looking for their 30th win of the year. And here we are with 59 games to go. That's, that's not very good. Springfield, the Spring Birds, went to Tulsa and got a 3-2 win over the Tulsa Drillers last night. That's very good. That series continues tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. It's a six-game series. And right now they are one and one. So indeed, hey, Springfield Cardinals playing a whole lot better. Game two for the U.S. women's soccer team, and they are looking pretty damn good so far, don't they? Well, they didn't think so in the first half last night, playing the Netherlands. And the USA was a big favorite over the Netherlands, but found themselves down one to nothing. Ooh, one to nil in a soccer game? Mm-mm-mm. Well, USA came back, did not win the game, but got a goal to tie it. And, of course, in soccer, you can end in a tie. In the World Cup, you can, anyway. In pool play. Now, in championship play, you can't. But in the pool play, you can. So the USA ends up with a 1-1 tie with the Netherlands. 
and that gives each team one point. The first two teams in each of the pools goes on to the knockout round, which will begin in about two weeks, somewhere around there. This is all taking place in Australia and the, the uh, New Zealand, and that's where the USA is playing in New Zealand. So their next match is next week versus Portugal. But in this case, 1-1, USA and the Netherlands. I actually got some friends that are down there right now watching it, which I can't, ima- I can't even imagine just going to Australia, let alone to a World Cup. Now, do you have a great Thursday? I'll see you tomorrow.